Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. I'm Doug Krisner in New York. It is uh, just about 47 past the hour now. Let's get you caught up on market action. A lot of strength in the tech group today. Uh, NASDAQ Composite is trading higher. And in the broader market, the S&P 500 is at a record level on the strength of information tech, healthcare hired, and uh, a lot of the financials showing relative strength as well today. Dow extending a record with a gain of one-tenth, uh, a check that six-tenths of one percent. S&P is ahead by about seven-tenths of one percent. Several tech executives met earlier with President Trump. We had leaders of Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, Google, to name a few. And uh, the advisor to the president, Jared Kushner, also the son-in-law, saying that uh, many government operations can go from paper to the cloud. The White House, incidentally, is hoping to trim around a trillion dollars in cost over 10 years by improving efficiencies with the help of tech companies. We also had uh, kind of hawkish comments from one Fed official. I'm talking about Bill Dudley. He is the head of the New York Fed Bank. It seems kind of consistent with what we heard last week from Fed Chair Yellen Dudley saying that halting the tightening cycle now would essentially imperil the economy. U.S. 10-year Treasury trading in New York at a yield of 2.18%. Bit of weakness in the crude oil space. WTI during regular trading here off by more than one percentage point. 44.22 right now in the electronic session. And spot gold at 12.45.10. The ounce. You're caught up on markets. Back to Bloomberg Markets now with Carol Masser and Corey Johnson. We are indeed. Doug Krisner, thank you so much. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. Carol Masser, Corey Johnson. It is 11.48 in the Bay Area and 2.48 on Wall Street. The following is from Bloomberg View. Opinions and commentary from Bloomberg columnists. I'm Justin Fox, a columnist for Bloomberg View. Amazon, we all learned on Friday, is going to pay $13.7 billion to buy Whole Foods Market. You know what the Seattle company has spent even more money on over the past year? Research and development. Amazon's $17.4 billion in R&D spending has pushed it past automaker Volkswagen for first place among the world's corporations. Alphabet, Google's parent, is third. Intel is fourth. Samsung is fifth. Tech companies, automakers, and pharma companies fill the next 20 spots on the list. Amazon is a tech company selling both products such as Echo speakers and services such as its cloud computing platform. It's also an online retailer of others' products. It's a media company. Now it's going to be an organic grocer. Which industry do you think it will spend its way into next? I'm Justin Fox, a columnist for Bloomberg View. For more Bloomberg opinion and commentary, please go to BloombergView.com or View Go on the Bloomberg Terminal. This has been Bloomberg View. And Bloomberg View commentaries can be heard every weekday at this time, also at 5.48 a.m., 8.48 a.m., and 11.48 a.m. Wall Street time right here on Bloomberg Radio. You got me looking up high. What is happening to tech stocks? That should be your theme music, by the way, I think. Max Wolf is a market strategist at 55 Capital uh, and a, a close watcher of, of, of technology trading. Uh, what's what's going on with this market? Is it so nervous that the hint of any kind of slowdown is reason to sell? Well, I think this, uh, first of all, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. And I don't, I don't know if I deserve the theme music, but certainly Definitely. Uh, would, would love to have you score my life. I'm sure you do a better job than, than I would. Uh that notwithstanding, I think the the score here is a little bit sort of hardcore coming out of the tech space in the sense that everybody knows the prices are not particularly good on a value basis, but 
it looks like the place where you pay for growth, and that's everywhere, but this place actually delivers growth. So I think the problem here is that it's been one of the top performers, <clears throat> despite being the sort of antithesis of the Trump trade, if you will, early on, but nobody's sure if it's going to stay there. So any jitters on growth, to your point, create what looks like a real rush out of the space, but generally that's been unwound and put into reverse in pretty short order. So do you like Amazon? Do you like Google? Do you like Net- Netflix? All of these stocks that have kind of become somewhat of a, a momentum trade? Sure. So, I, I mean, it, it's impossible at this juncture with what we know about what's coming down the pike not to be impressed by an alphabet or a Google unit of alphabet. It's impossible, likewise, not to see a lot of the world being devoured by Amazon. Mm-hmm. The, the bigger question, I think, is more about do you like them at this price? So my point would be, look, you are not getting a deal on that growth. It's not some like, undiscovered secret here. It's like, hey, I discovered this thing. It's called e-commerce. And these guys at Amazon, they seem like they really have, you know, they've sort of arrived. On the other hand, you're paying those kind of big multiples all over the place, and these guys are actually delivering on the multiples. Most of the other folks are just enjoying the expansion of multiple. Right, right. So Amazon is, is, is leading the way, but Amazon's putting up results to match, and other companies are not. Yeah, I mean, so, yes, they might be at 190 PE, and most value investors would find that to be kind of nosebleed territory. On the other hand, that's actually lower than they were a few years ago because they are making more profit if it's still a bit de minimis. And, look, they're a multi-hundred billion dollar company growing at double digits, um, and there just aren't too many companies, too many sectors, too many geographies where you can find that size, which means a certain amount of strength in, in, you know, on a rainy day with that kind of growth, which is usually associated with much smaller companies, whatever multiple you think they deserve. I mean, I just think that looking at Amazon on a price-to-earnings uh, basis is just the incorrect way to understand the business and, and, that, and that it really is a business that is optimized around return on equity, uh, or you can do return on cash flow if you want to, but that that's that that's that's the measure of this business, and and indeed that's the way that Amazon thinks about it. They're not trying to show earnings in part because they don't want to pay taxes. It's why they're in Washington State to begin with. Uh, you know, it's, it's a comp- it's a company that's adverse to taxes, adverse to profits on the income statement, but they very much want cash flow to reinvest and grow the business. But I think that other companies and they don't go back to the markets and try to sell more and more stock at these levels. Uh, it, stock options aside, but if you look at Tesla, you look at Netflix. You know, these are companies that are going back to the markets, the equity markets, and the, and the debt. Market markets over and over and over again because they can't generate earnings. Yeah, there's a lot more cyclical vulnerability there because those guys require constant access to these markets because they're not really throwing off positive cash flows and they're not in the same situation in terms of their ability to fund the next act, right? So I also think that big tech and the FANG or whatever you'd like to call it, there's a lot of lumping together of inherently non-identical product so that it's a little bit risky to put a Netflix or a Tesla mm. in, this, in the same boat with an Amazon or a Google or an Apple that literally have to figure out creative ways to conceal profits where other people have to figure out creative ways to say they're going to make those profits in 36 months. Are you anticipating more volatility, Max, in this space and yeah, these yeah. names in particular? Yeah, so I do think tech will probably be less volatile than the overall market. But on the other hand, um, I, I, I don't think the market can stay as low volatility as it has. The record-breaking volatility we've seen in the political space will eventually wend its way over to finance. <clears throat> the sort of safe harbor we've had where everyone thinks the world is falling, falling apart or falling out of the norm politically while everyone thinks it's, you know, calm sailing and everything is a placid type of, of – scenario in the financial markets, 
those kind of divergences very rarely end pretty, and they very rarely last forever. There is, you know, uh, if you wanted to be bullish about this kind of information, though, or the, even the sell-off we saw in the stock stocks that was so brief but so um, you know, furious is too strong a word, but uh, uh, enthusiastic sell-off in the stocks, one could say that, that investors are so nervous about this market that they're sort of waiting for an excuse to get out or that tech investors look at some tech investors look at these things and looking for a chance to get out, but also that that means probably some others are sitting with cash on the sidelines uh, because the elevator levels are so high and that they're inevitably going to be chasing this. Yeah, so I would agree. I mean, one of the curses of having a high valuation and an enormously broad base of ownership, which these larger tech companies now have because of their performance, because of the momentum play, is you have a lot of people invested who have shallow conviction and limited understanding for what they bought. And so those folks respond in ways that we don't have an easy time always anticipating, and they respond with timing that can be hard to handicap if you're used to kind of a more, let's say, institutional ownership base that understands the firm, understands performance around earnings announcements, and understands how these guys are or are not benefit buffeted around by macro news. Interesting stuff. Max Wolf, as always, market strategist at 55 Capital. So glad to have you on. Uh, uh, just great insight into what's going on in the world of stock market, tech stocks in particular. Listen to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. This is Bloomberg.